All right, guys, before we start, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. And if you're on the podcast platforms, make sure you add this podcast, the Deploy podcast, to your library so you can see when we post new episodes. And this episode is something we've touched based on when we used to have the Deploy weekly episodes. But I want to kind of talk about it in depth uh, a little bit more. And it's on the matter of our inheritance and the inheritance we leave our children. And it starts in our lives. And your kids might not see it if you're up like me uh, who gets up early or has to work at night. The kids might not hear me pray or see me read the Bible during my personal time. But they will hear me talk about it to my wife or I'll talk about it with them. But make sure you have those uh, Bible teaching moments with them and that prayer time with them and let them ask questions and let them tell you what God is doing in their lives. Um, your TV shows and ball games or your TikToks, they're not worth more than pouring into the life of your children. So without further ado, let's get into the word. In Proverbs 13, 22, it says, A good man leaves an inheritance to his children, but the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous. So, so what does that inheritance look like? And people will argue over this scripture until they're blue in the face. But I think it is all the things that glorify God while we walk in obedience and putting God first and then loving people back to life to the point that we go to them like Christ came to us. So if our children are going to walk this out, we need to set the example. We need to start in our Jerusalem and then not just stop there, but go to the surrounding areas and then go into all the world or Samaria and support those who can go to places we may not have access to. So what do I do with my children that I can teach them these things on, on all the things that people argue over this scripture about? So I like to cover the financial basis. We save, we tithe, and we also put money in things that hold value like precious metals. We, we do silver. And the kids get excited about this because I'll purchase silver. I'll let them pick out what they want. And they add it into a box that I bought them. It's a Pelican case. It's called the, the Pelican 1510. And it's actually a approved carry-on case. Like if you're flying, it's that size. The size is the Pelican 1510. But that's not the only thing we put in there. We, we put memories in there. We put pictures. We also... Uh, my wife and I also got custom-made Bibles. So this is the eternal inheritance that we're leaving with our children, a Bible, the Word of God. And we not only just put it in there, but we also um, have those moments with the kids where we have devotions and prayer time. So we need to pour into our kids. I also put other things in the Pelican case, like books that challenge them. And it's not always Christian material, but things that they can learn that can help challenge them, help them grow. Like Jocko Willink is someone that I follow and I read his books. He has a book called Extreme Ownership and Discipline Equals Freedom. I put those books in there. And also from different faith leaders that will help them question things and really use their critical thinking. But they'll these authors take scripture and help the reader grow and walk out their faith. And the biggest thing we can do with the inheritance is be an example. We need to be in prayer. We need to spend time with God in the word. We need to worship. We need to witness to people and show that love to people and have discussions over different topics with our kids. 
our kids have questions. They want to learn and we don't need to just say, Hey, not right now. And just push them away whenever they have questions because they'll start to not ask questions anymore. And this is our role as a priest of our homes. We also have the role as provider. They need to see us providing for our families. Uh, and protector is another role. We need to show them how to protect ourselves. So our kids will be starting jujitsu very, very soon. Uh, so they can learn how to protect as well. So I have three sons and one daughter. My sons will learn what type of man they will need to be and how to treat a wife and how to treat their daughters. And our daughter, she will learn what type of man that they should look for in a husband. They will see you as an example, and that's what they will go off. So in Proverbs 22, 6, it says, Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. So the child will not depart from their inheritance. The things that we have taught them have been an example of priest, provider, protector, and how to save money and how to tithe and how to get into the word and how to pray and how to worship and how to witness to others. And these are things that our children will inherit from us. We also see that a child can depart from some of their inheritance in the uh, parable of the prodigal son, but he does get the inheritance of his position as a child of the father back. We see it in Luke 15, 11 through 32. We see the parable of the prodigal son. He received his inheritance early, but he squandered it. He wasted what he was given, but before he came back home, he had to humble himself. And when he humbled himself, he returned home. The father felt compassion when he saw his son and he ran to him and embraced him. He gave the son the best robe and covered him. He put a ring on his hand, representing authority, and he put shoes on his feet. The son didn't even have shoes on his feet. That's how low he had gotten. But after realizing his sin and his need for the father, the son came back after wasting his material wealth. He did as it says in Proverbs 22, 6. He did not depart from the inheritance of the promises from the father. The life that the father provides that is full of honor that comes from humbling himself. He had the knowledge of the love of the father, but he didn't have wisdom until he applied that knowledge and returned with a repentant heart. He wouldn't have returned if the only inheritance that father had to offer was material possessions. Because after he squandered it, there would be nothing left. So we as parents need to leave an inheritance of many things that are biblical, but the emphasis should be placed on things eternal and walk in the authority that is provided to us as ambassadors of the Father. We need to invest in our children so they know where to turn, and that is the source of everything in our Father. In Acts twenty six eighteen, it says, to open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. So we can end up in that low place like the prodigal son and end up in darkness, but we can turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins. Because the prodigal son in that scripture in, in Luke, it says, I am a sinner and I have sinned against heaven and against my father. But then 
he gets the inheritance back from the father. In Titus 3, and, and that's the, the promises of God. In Titus 3, 7, it says that having been justified by his grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. So after receiving that grace from the father, he took his rightful position as heir according to that hope of a new life. And in this case, eternal life. In Proverbs 3.35, it says, The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the legacy of fools. He could have stayed in shame. He already proved that he was a fool with his material wealth, and he could have stayed in shame. But the wise shall inherit glory. So when he, he had the knowledge of the love of the Father, but until he applied that knowledge, he wouldn't have the wisdom. And when he did get that wisdom... He inherited the glory and he gave it to the father. In Proverbs 14, 18, it says the simple inherit folly. And he was very simple. The prodigal son was very simple with his inheritance. He spent it on material things. So he inherited folly, a low place in life. But later in Proverbs 14, 18, it says, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. And knowledge and application or in obedience is wisdom. So we need to be very careful in how we are raising our children. Because everything that they are learning from us is an inheritance. It's something that they will walk away with. We need to be the example that Christ has given us as parents. And teach them in the way they should go, like it says in Proverbs 22.6. To open their eyes, like it says in Acts 26.18. And let them know that they are heirs and teach them how to apply the knowledge that we give them and the knowledge that the Bible gives them so that they can walk in wisdom. So they can inherit glory, like it says in Proverbs 3.35. So that way we can give that glory back to God. Glory is not for us. It is for us to give back to God. But if we aren't in the word and in prayer, we won't be crowned with knowledge, like it says in Proverbs 14, 18. And if we remain simple in just the flesh and in patient with things like the prodigal son was, he wanted his inheritance early. We need to teach them how to not be impulsive with the now and learn how to be patient so they can walk in wisdom. If you want to find the video that I did earlier on this topic, you can click it at the end of this video. It'll take you to the video. And in the description, I put the links where you can find all the things that I put together for my kids. And this is a great thing that you can do for your kids because not only are you investing in them and uh, leaving an inheritance, but they get excited to do it with you. It's something you can do together as a family and it's fun. And I mean, they really enjoy it, uh, especially the customized Bibles. It has their names on it. When you buy silver, when you get the books, they can add things to this that are important to them. So that way it's protected and it lasts a lifetime. And when they move out, they can take it with them and then they can do the same things with their kids. And the important thing is when you deploy, you don't have to do it alone. You can take your family with you as you deploy.
In our Christian life, we must abandon passivity if we want to fulfill the great commission that Jesus gave us. But much of the church believes that we are stuck on this earth with Satan and they have raised their white flag of defeat to him. But if we would wave our white flag to Jesus, it would become a white flag of victory. And then we would realize that we are not stuck on this earth with Satan, but he is stuck on this earth with us, the army of God. In my book, White Flag of Victory, I discuss my time in combat and the parallels between warfare in the military and the warfare in the Christian life. If you'd like to add this to your library, you can find it on Amazon in the link in the description below. If you haven't surrendered your life to Christ and are ready to come to God, I would like to lead you in a prayer in just a moment. But first, I want to be clear. Praying a sinner's prayer is not a ticket into heaven. These are not magic words. You must follow Christ and live for him. You cannot receive salvation by your own merits, but by what Jesus has already done. Ask to receive the Holy Spirit, to be filled and experience what God has for you. You will not live the same life or be able to keep Jesus to yourself if you become a Christ follower. 1 John 2.4 tells us that the one who says, I have come to know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar. Those commandments are to love God and to love others. If you love God, you will follow him. And if you truly love others, you will want others to experience God and give their lives to him as well. So if you are ready to pray, pray this. God, I ask for forgiveness. I believe Jesus died for me, and nothing I have done wrong is too great for the power of his blood that was shed for me. I am ready to forsake the world and live a changed life because I realize how much you love me. I love you, and I'm ready to live for you. If you made the decision to surrender your life to God and follow Jesus, I encourage you to spend time daily with him in prayer and reading his word and worshiping him for who he is. Much will be revealed to you in this time with him. Be a part of a community of believers to grow in the fullness of God and his word and join a church that does the same. Get involved and stay accountable to each other. Also, please let me know that you made this decision by emailing me at charliemike.me at gmail.com or message me on Facebook at facebook.com slash charliemikeinternational.